Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Joe Warmington has been a friend of mine for many years. Post Media, Toronto Sound columnist, one of the best journalists in my humble opinion. We've worked on some cases together and, and been very successful getting situations resolved, like bringing an 18-year-old Canadian out of Cuba where he was being kidnapped by the communist government, quite literally. And we put so much pressure on Ottawa, on the Harper government, they, uh, they had to work. They had to get off their behinds and work to get this young man back into Canada, and they did. Joe, it's a story I'll, I will never forget, and to me, that is, it, it leads me to what we're going to be talking about. It's when, it's how media can do and does do an excellent job when we're, when we get something between our teeth and decide we're going to do it. How are you? Well, doing great. It's great to be with you. And Noah, it's uh, interesting that you recall that case. And of course, the, all the interpreters that we were involved with, yeah. you know, not only bringing in, but we were dealing with them and helping them while they were fighting for their lives in, in great peril, you know, and, uh, and you're right. In each case, um, the governments did come through, uh, different governments, Harper and Trudeau. And we worked on things uh, with Cretchen and Martin and with Mulroney before that, sort of dating ourselves. But, but you, you, you know, I remember the, the woman that was in Mexico um, as well, being on your show about that. Um, and she was stuck down there. And so, uh, yeah, uh, politicians and governments respond to heat. And uh, the only way you, you got to put it right on, you know, right on their backside at all times. And, you know, obviously uh, it's almost like a mini campaign, isn't it? Like an election campaign. Once you get what you want, um, you know, you get the person saved. They want a little bit of a pat on the back. You give them that. And then you get on to the next thing um, to try to help and use these, you know, these positions that we are blessed to have. That's obviously a lot of work, too keep these jobs and, and that kind of thing. And it's a tough environment to do it. It's, you know, it's like a high wire act, but uh, if you don't use it, you know, you can't just be promoting Bruce Springsteen's concert tour. You, you know, it's gotta be more than that. And, you know, we, we certainly, and I, that's why I respect you so much and what you do, because you take on the tough issues every week. And really, I, I get the sense from you. I know, I say this with great respect. You almost come at it where it's like it's your last show. Um, and if if you step on that landmine, so be it. And uh, I think that's what makes you great. No, thank you, Joe. And that's really the way I approach things. If if what I say is going to cost me um, my job or it's going to cost me, um, well, if it's going to cost me, so be it. There are things that need to be said. There are positions that need to be taken. There are people who need to be protected. There are people who be, need to be held responsible. And that ultimately, at the end of the day, oh God, I hate cliches. Uh, that, is, that, is our, that is our responsibility in media. And I've, I've, argue, I've argued with people. I've, I've, I've discussed with people. I've laughed with people, probably even cried over a couple of beers with people about what media's responsibility is, what our role is in society, what our job is in society. And that's what I want to talk to you about because we've got C-18. We've got a, most Canadians probably have yeah. only, only sort of surveillance um, information on what that's about. 
Uh, we have media under tremendous stress, and I, uh, I'm pointing yeah. the finger at Meta and uh, Google. They're bandits, in my view. Um, it's not a view that's shared by everybody. And, and I stand with our Canadian media, say, if you're going to use our product, pay for it. But, and, but Canadians can, you know, you can go to, your, go to the news website. You don't need Meta. You don't need Google. They've, you got the, the websites. Anyway, Joe, um, let me ask you. How do you approach a story when you, when you, when you get an idea for a story, and you have such a unique way of reporting and writing? I've, I've never, I've literally never read an account from you that I did not enjoy reading, and it sounds like a mutual admiration society here. But I haven't read a story from you that has not made me feel like, gee, I'm glad I read that. How do you well, do it? it? Well, it's nice of you to say that. I know you don't always agree with with uh, what I write. No, I don't. And, and I don't always agree with your position on the show, but I feel I'm like shocked. And I think that that's the standard that we have got to keep and we've got to bring to everyone else. The No offense to this, you know, a couple older guys talking about, you know, whatever the younger reporters are, a lot of them are on independent media, but they their feelings get hurt awfully easily. And, you know, they want to cancel people and, and, and block them and destroy them and, and talk about them. Of course, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have a drag-it-out battle uh, on some issues. You're obviously going to agree on some issues, but you still respect each other a lot after. In fact, sometimes you even listen and change your mind. I think back to, you know, uh, I'm going to answer your question about you know how, how we approach these things, but, you know, I, I, I'm always humbled about the, the times that I think I got it wrong or, you know, sort of on the wrong side. I didn't have the full picture, and I Think back to the Iraq War and how Jean Chrétien didn't. We didn't go into that conflict with the U.S. At the time, I was really upset about that uh, and, and articulated that, wrote that, even went to Washington to talk about that. In retrospect, I don't feel think that feel that way now, um, and I don't think many people do. Turns out that Chrétien made the right decision there. And, you know, that's important to mention now because we're in this kind of, uh, you know, mind frame now again with obviously with the, with the situation with Ukraine and Russia. So it's something that I'm mindful of in everything I approach. I think I learned from that. I've learned from Afghanistan as well because I saw, you know, and I was obviously when, uh, you know, they pulled out of there, left all those people that we cared so much about to fend for themselves. We got a few out, people that we knew. They were lucky, uh, you know, obviously they were lucky to get out of there. Many didn't get out of there. And so I, I have a very dubious approach towards war and conflict now. I just don't look at it the same way. And I'm no expert about war. I've been to those conflicts. I've been to Ukraine. I've been to Afghanistan. Uh, and so I have some sense of it. Um, and I'm mistrustful of, of all this all-in, all agendas now. I'd rather sit down and hammered out the, the way that Reagan and uh, Tip O'Neill did, you know, in the days of the American during the Cold War, um, and, and Margaret Thatcher and, and the like. And then, of course, they didn't always agree either, but they all liked each other. At the end, they'd go for a drink, and that's what I believe has to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that would, that's the way it used to be in, in Ottawa and Washington. They would uh, battle each other fiercely during the day. And the night, they'd, they'd, you know, they'd go for a drink or go for dinner. You know, just to answer your question, I didn't really answer it, but the process is interesting because there's different things. Obviously, there are floating stories, and, you know, you cover stories that are happening, whether it's a horrible murder in uh, Leslieville and 
No, I mean, on those things, you try to get human angles to them. Mm-hmm. Don't just get the stats or the police report, but you get out there and talk to the, you know, the, the widower or whatever, all these kinds of things to sort of bring a full perspective. But it's interesting today, you know, this is, I was just thinking about this. And I was thinking of you right away. My son and I went to Bellevue House in Kingston. We're down in Kingston Way on our summer vacation. And Bellevue House was where Sir Johnny McDonald lived. And that's a national historic site. And, you know, obviously we're excited to go in there. And, of course, it's just about six blocks from where they tore the statue down a couple of years ago. And I'm still smarting from that. And I was there. My dad is in his 80s. And we watched them stuff this, uh, you know, this beautiful bronze statue, a huge thing, so heavy into a storage shed here in Kingston. And the feisty old Scott didn't want to go in. It took them two hours to push him in there. And that statue had been up 125 years. I mean, it was just ridiculous. But I went in there today with my son, and the Parks Canada people were in there. And everything they said about Sir Johnny McDonald was negative. Everything. From that he was a drunk, the bottle, he married his first cousin, he bribed his way to the, you know, the, uh, the prime ministership. He was responsible for killing Louis Rial, obviously the residential schools, went on and on and on. So you're sitting there as a columnist and you don't just get the explosion, but your lights go on, you know, like you think, wow, wow, I'm on holidays now, but I'll probably do a column on that. I tweeted out uh, and I tweeted at you, uh, Roy, just to show you the picture of Bellevue House. The reason I mention it is that it, it occurred to me that, it, you know, obviously it's, it's out there for everyone to see, but mm-hmm. that there's been a orchestrated effort to sort of tear down Sir Johnny McDonald, taken off the, you know, the, the dollar bill, the schools have been changed, yeah. the highway, the statues, and then you go over to the house that he lived in, a historic, national historic site, and they talk about how horrible he was. And I think that that is a core that it comes down to journalists where, there's a narrative that comes from government, and if you don't follow, we saw that with the, the pandemic and the vaccines, and you see it with wars, as I referenced earlier. And I think what I was trying to say was that you've got to stand still and step back and say, what exactly are you telling me? And is it accurate? And is it something that you just want to parrot? Or do you want to challenge it? You know, the, the left uh, does a really good job of that. They call it the fact-checking. And I think that that is important to fact check, but it's also important to not to be sure that you're not in some sort of a, you know, what's that, you know, kind of like a tunnel into this thing where if you say one thing that's not part of the narrative, you're out. And, uh, and I think that's the number one thing more mm-hmm. than meta and all that stuff that we've got to really be careful of. You've got to have independent souls that are prepared to, you know, maybe they even may get it wrong sometimes, but, they're not afraid of, of the system. And I think that's you know, and, and this is this is what you and I have done for so many years. I mean, I've gotten it wrong. But then I just, I, I apologize. And I just say, you know, give them the best shot. I did research as much as I could. And, uh, you know, if you get it right far more frequently than you get it wrong, then you've really accomplished something because it's communication with your, with if your you audience. If you don't want an outcome, you're usually in trouble. Yeah. Or you're Joel, not in trouble. If you, if you don't want an outcome, like you're not trying to push something, the minute you want something to be and you say, look, you're, you're not worthy because you have that point of view as opposed to saying, let me listen to that point of view. Yeah. Express it though, right? They have to express it and not just express the, uh, the, the speech that was prepared for them. I do have to get, I said I'd get callers on the air. Uh, Greg in London. Greg, what, what do you want from media? Well, uh, like I, it's 
some of the old school uh, journalism. I want honesty, integrity. I want people to be knowledgeable on both sides of the issue and the, and, and, and the narrative. I, I, I want, uh, and like you just, your guest just nailed it, not afraid to stand up against the people who are trying to push you to say things. Sometimes when I listen to radio shows now, it's almost as if the program manager or whoever comes in with a sheet of paper and says, "Tell just about every station, this is what you're going to read today." I hope you don't. I hope you don't get that impression from this program. No, like I said to your screener, and this is the honest to God truth, Roy. The only shows, radio shows that I now listen to, is your show and one local one that sometimes it's iffy. Okay. Over the years, I used to listen to a lot of radio shows where you could mm-hmm. phone up, you could voice your opinion mm-hmm. and not get hung up on mm-hmm. or not get marked that they don't take your calls okay. anymore because that's happened to me. Yeah. I, have, I am down to one, really. Greg, I, Greg, I, Greg I appreciate it. I'm sorry. I'm going to hang up on you, but only because I'm out of time. But thank you. Thank you so much for your call. He's right, though. Well, yeah, he is right. But the thing is, I listen to all kinds of radio, different kinds of bands on stories. You want to be challenged when you're listening to it. If you're just hearing what you want to hear, that's not good either. And so, you know, that's the the, the whole challenge of it is to, yeah. to listen and, and you know, obviously. Oh boy, point of view. Joe, I, you know, time just gets the better of us. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.